the world of fright. A place that is well knowledgeable of the human mind. Brain to brain, each individual being has its own behaviors, its own preferences, its own fears. This world preys upon those fears, molding them into the victim's own waking nightmare. Not sure why you'd want to, but say the words, and I'll take you there. I'm ready. Good. Then welcome to your Micro Dungeon Adventure. Welcome to episode 4 of Micro Dungeon Adventures. I am Garrett, your host, slash guide, slash god. Today I am joined by Hannah and Ciso, one of my amazing colleagues and friends. So glad you could be here today to take on this very special journey that I've pre-written. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm excited. Yeah, this should be a, should be a lot of fun today. You have chosen your item numbers before we began, and I'm happy to tell you now that because of the numbers you have chosen, being 3, 5, and 4, you are equipped with a taser as your weapon. Nice. Should be nice and fun. Uh, your tool is a lockpick, and your aid is probably something that will be OP for you to use. Common sense. Yay! So, uh, <laughs> obviously we're in the horror dungeon today. Yeah. So, common sense is a very useful tool for you. So, yeah, you have said you're ready. So, without ado, without further ado, let's, uh, let's get right into it. So, you close your eyes. And everything's black, obviously. That's what happens when your eyes are closed. <laughs> and when you open them again, you awaken to find yourself leaning against the wall, kind of, kind of right angular with the wall of what appears to be a log cabin. Um, okay. It is very dark outside and inside this cabin. You're kind of using your night eye vision to kind of just see anything. Uh, and all you can really make out is that in this room is filled with a bunch of bunk beds um, covered in a white sheet and a white pillow. Very standard uniform stuff, nothing really dictating one from the other. And in front of you is a group of people, um, each appearing in, like, their their early 20s. They're all, like, adults, but still very, very youthful. Yeah. And um, you'll notice the one in front of you is kind of leaning towards you, holding your short shoulder, just kind of, uh, kind of dazed as to what's going on, but, like, trying to check in with you. Okay. So what do you do? Uh, I am, first I'm going to ask what just happened, because I'm sensing that something has gone on, but I don't have any Oh knowledge. my god, you're finally awake. Um, hi. This is a very weird situation for us all, I know. Um, who are you? Uh, I'm Hannah, I- Hannah. Yes, yes, of course, of course, the sixth one. Okay. Um. Sixth? Sorry that we're meeting like this, this is such- ugh. Okay, are you okay? Are you hurt or anything? I I think so. Who are you? Oh, Where am I? Yeah, sorry. This is okay. I'm Titus. He kind of uh he kind of helps you to your feet. Um like 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 he stands up and then he grabs you your arm. You take it, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, I, okay. Yeah, and, you, and you're standing up in front of him. You you notice he's he's very like uh leader type. Mm -hmm. he, he's he's very like charismatic and 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 he looks like he's strong, uh, but not like muscular. No. You know what I mean? L like, like he's he's calm, collected. He's very, mm -hmm. he's very leaderish. He's very, he's he's a, he's a good guy. Um, and then you look behind him and you see three other people. Um, uh, you you notice one. Uh, there's this girl who is um, uh, a bit heavier, uh, but she seems very like um, 
kind of skitterish. She's kind of looking around the room. She has glasses. She's she's kind of looking through the windows and whatnot. They all they all seem kind of on Very edge. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, you notice this other girl who's kind of like standing, like dead eyed, arms crossed. She's got like a leather jacket on, um, and and like you know other punk stuff. This is the edgy one, yeah, obviously. Yeah. You know the kind of the kind of black sheep of the group. Doesn't get concerned. It doesn't outwardly get concerned. Yeah, Nothing still still kind her. of looking around um, for Uneasy. for other things, but but not specifically mm-hmm. um, in any direction. Um, and the last one is, is this, like you can immediately tell, very fruity, um, <laughs> blonde, like bl- short blonde hair, yes. kind of like pink tank top jean shorts. Um, um, he's still got like a giant smile on his face, but he's clearly mm-hmm. very nervous. And uh, the guy in front, he goes, sorry, this is probably crazy. Uh, I'm Titus. Um, this is Carly. He, he points to the, uh, the, the girl with the glasses. Mm-hmm. That's Val. Points to the, um, the, the girl in the leather jacket. And, and that's Keith. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Keith goes, oh, hey, hi. <laughs> um, so, do you, you don't know where you are, you said? No. At all? Oh, God, I great. Okay. We're at Camp Tree Name, Right. Do you remember coming here at all? No. Oh, my God. Um, I don't remember anything. Oh. I just woke up here. Great, great. So they're all kind of like, okay, well, they don't know anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Look, something is after us, and I don't, we don't know what it is, but I said there were six of us, and you look around the room and notice there's only five of us. And, and Carly kind of, like, takes over. It's like, she's dead! She's dead! Holy shit. And Titus kind of goes, like, Carly, calm down. It's going to be okay. She's dead, Titus! I don't... Who just died? Who died? Uh, Mallory. She... We're all camp counselors. You were here to be a camp counselor. Of course, you don't know. No. Uh, well, that's why I assume you'd be here. Otherwise, okay. why would you be here? Maybe... Was it you? Did you kill Mallory? I don't even know who Mallory is or was. I don't even know what I'm doing here. Val's like, look, let's lay off. Let's lay off him, okay? We're all just trying to figure this out. And Titus goes, "You're right. You're right. I'm sorry, Hannah. That's what you said. Your name was right." Yeah. Okay. Hannah. Well, here's the situation. Something attacked and killed Mallory, right out there by the fire pit, and basically we don't know what to do. We, 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 we have no cell service. We can't call for help. We don't know where we are on campus and, and, and on the, on the camp rather. And, and just, do you have anything in your pockets or anything that could help? And you fiddle through your pockets. And luckily enough, there's an additional item that you haven't noticed. And it's a map. Oh, it's a nice little map of camp tree name. So I'm just going to, to briefly show this to you. Okay. So you're in cabin one. Um, but you can obviously tell at this point, you're at a summer camp. Yeah. You, you are at some sort of summer camp called Camp Tree Name, probably because they couldn't get any sort of uh, actual tree name to be put on the, um, but yeah. <laughs> so Titus kind of looks like, oh, you have a map. Oh, thank God. We've only been here for so long, so we, we really ha- don't know the layout of the place. Here, can I see that? Uh, yeah, here. So you kind of give Titus the map, and he kind of looks it over. As I wait for you to just get the rest <laughs> yeah, of your notes okay. down, 
just so all that right. that is all good and, and dandy. Good. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so he's like, okay, okay. Storage, uh, lake. Wait. Broadcasting tower. Okay. Broadcasting tower. We can call for help there. We can, they've got, there's gotta be some sort of radio system or something, right? Uh, probably. Okay. I mean, there's no, like, it's just us. We're just the camp counselors. We don't have any bosses or anything that are here. I mean, we were supposed to come a couple days early to set up a couple things, but, but Mr. Tree Name hasn't shown up yet. And and you you can kind of guesstimate that Mr. Tree Name is the the owner of the camp. Owner of the camp, yeah. And and I guess so. Kind of like how summer camp counselors will arrive a couple of days before mm-hmm. the kids to kind of get the lay of the land, to yeah. get everything going. That's so this is done. kind of where we are in that timeline of things. Um, so yes, yeah, so this is you and the other four camp counselors would be the other five if Mally were not deceased. So yeah. Um, okay, Carly, can you make up a plan of something real quick? It's like. Well, um, okay, if we get to the broadcasting tower, there might be some radio equipment there, and then we can use that to call the police, and then the police can come and save us. But if that thing is still out there... Wait, you keep saying something killed Mallory. Not someone? We don't know what it was. We went out to go to use the fire. We left Mallory there to watch the fire while we all just kind of had to go to the bathroom. And when we came back... Half her face was burnt off. It was scary. She, we just left her out there. She's probably still there. But we don't know what did it. We're assuming something did it. And I, and Ma- it, Mallory was shy, but she wasn't stupid. And it didn't look like she just fell into the... You didn't hear anything? No, there was clearly some forceful impacts used. I mean... There's <sighs> no screaming, no, si- no sounds of a struggle? Look, we don't have time for this. We've got to go... So they all kind of turn, um, and Val's just kind of like, well, what are we supposed to do? Are we just supposed to run to the broadcasting tower? What if that thing is still out there? And Keith goes, well, if it's out there, you know, maybe, maybe we'll get away from it. I think we're all pretty fast. We all look pretty limber. I mean, probably except for Carly. And Carly just says, what the fuck, Keith? Dude. Sorry. (laughs) Second nature, my bad. Um, so... Yeah. So, I don't know. What would you? What do you think? You should be your first plan of attack. Okay. Well, have we checked around this cabin to see if there's anything that could be useful to us? Titus kind of goes, "Yeah, we checked everything, but without any kids to be here in the camp, there's not any luggage. No, there's pillow sheets and pillows, but not much else that would be useful to defend ourselves from whatever is fighting us." And none of the neighboring cabins either. No, cabin B is just like cabin A. I mean, our camp stuff is there, but no, I don't think it'd be very helpful. Okay. I think our best bet, Titus kind of looks at the map. I think for right now, if we run to storage, maybe there'll be something that might be able to help us there. Yeah. Okay. After storage, depending on what we still need, we could probably cut to the archery area before heading to the broadcast tower. Mm. We'll have to go around the lake either way. We might as well. Let's take this one step at a time, though. Okay. You seem very useful, Hannah. You seem like you have a lot of common sense. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I always find it helpful to have common sense when something is murdering people near me. Great. So, yeah. So, obviously, you need to run the broadcast radio. That's kind of your mission. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So, yeah, they're all kind of going up towards the cabin door. Um, They all kind of take their individual looks out of different windows to see if there's anything out there. 
Uh, would you also like to take a look out? Yes, I would. Yeah, you actually notice nothing. That honestly I makes mean, me more nervous. The, the fire pit is out there. Um, is the fire still going? It's kind of smoldering okay. a bit. Um, and, they, and there is like some... some it's like waved differently, almost like, you know, someone was pushed into it, um, in a sense, or, you know, forcefully pushed into it. Um, but you'd have to take a closer look to see anything. So are you stepping outside? I mean, we have to, right? Yep. That's, that is what you have to do. All right, then let's go. Okay. So you all step outside, um, kind of, you know, Titus leading the way, Mm -hmm. Val behind him. Carly is going in the back because she's terrified um and yeah you kind of just walk up to the fire pit and there's nothing there nothing nothing at all besides the smoldering fire you saw from out the window but no no, mallory no mallory but there's still signs of the struggle where she correct was here correct obviously with burn scars there wouldn't be any sort of like blood per se no but but because it's being you know boiled um but yeah the the fire clearly is smashed in in certain locations titus you said everyone left mallory alone at the fire right we we saw her we where did she go okay let's just go to the storage and he points over to where the storage is and in between you and the storage oh no you see i don't like this this Uh. giant figure who the first thing you notice is this plague doctor mask that he's wearing. At least this person has taste. Yeah. It's, you know, the standard black eye goggles, Mm -hmm. long beak out. Um, And this dude is jacked. He is tall. Like, you assume it's a he because it's a very muscular, Mm -hmm. like, like 12 pack fucking jacked arms. Um, and in his right hand, he is holding a very large scythe, almost kind of perpetrating death, in what? a sense. And and there is blood on the scythe, kind of like sheened across it. And as everyone looks at him, they all individually like. Ty- uh, Titus doesn't scream, but the rest kind of do their individual like like, like gasp. And, yeah. and Keith is Keith and Carly are. Terrified. Yeah, they're, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Titus like, keep calm, keep calm, please. And, and he just starts walking. Um, oh, Starts walking shit. towards oh, you. Oh shit, oh shit. What do you, so everyone kind of splits up in a sense. They, they Guys, they, you, we can't. The five of you kind of like split up in a sense. Titus and Mal are going off to the right in a sense. Okay. And Keith and Carly are both kind of splitting off separate directions to the left. Um, and the, the guy, as he's looking at all of you, he turns to the left where Carl Shit. and, Car, Car, sorry, not Carl, Carly, Carly and Keith are. And he begins to walk towards them menacingly. Oh, fuck. Um, so, what do you do? Um, I don't, I gotta run towards Carly and Keith because... It, they're the ones he's targeting. But they are off in separate directions. Oh, Which shit. one would you like to run? No! <laughs> oh, no. Um, am I aware that I have my uh, weapons on? Yes, my, yes. I'm aware that I have my team. Yes, you can feel them. I guess when you were okay. filling out the map, let's say you, you, okay. you felt that those things were on you. Um, You know what? 
I'm just gonna try and intercept this plague doctor. Okay. And tase him. Okay. So, which so which, first, which one are you going to, Carly or Keith? Would you say first? Who's closer to the plague doctor? Um. Or if you can't it, say, it, it's who's sort of, closer to me? It's then? sort of like equidistant, honestly. Okay. It's it's very like diamond shaped between the four of you at this point. Fuck. Uh, yes, I'm making you make a choice. No. <laughs> Um, okay, Carly. Uh, okay. <laughs> I feel so bad. <laughs> so you go towards Carly, and then seeing someone singled out, the plague doctor goes and starts walking towards Keith, and he's like, no, 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 no. No, wait, wait. And so, um, what did you say you were going to do? You were going to, you're going to, Yeah, okay. I'm going to intercept the plague doctor. And so, so, so now that to. they've gotten closer, they're basically like this, and you two are over here, so you're going to run in between them. Yeah. Okay, you are face to face with this, like, seven foot tall <laughs> plague doctor who kind of just looks straight down at you oh. you can't see any any details about his face because it's just covered just a mess so what are you gonna do i'm gonna try and tase him all right so you you pull, pull out your taser yeah he kind of he kind of like turns his face uh, a little bit <laughs> i know yeah. like when they do that that means <laughs> they're not scared and you <laughs> like full force like pushing yeah. it into him and almost it's, it's like trying like the taser like trying to bounce off in a sense like it's hard to to, uh, to make contact, but you're making contact, and, he, okay, and okay. he's reacting. And eventually, the taser's battery just kind of fries itself. Oh, shit. So you have lost your taser. No. Um, but uh, the the doctor does kind of go onto his knees, in a sense. Um, but he, he's ready to pounce again. You oh, need to fuck. take whatever advantage you have and get out okay, of there. Okay, yeah. Okay, so... You've saved Keith, you've saved Carly, and all five of you, luckily, run into storage. Okay. We made it to storage. I was so scared it someone so you're all kind die. of you're all kind of like heavily breathing. Holy shit. Okay. What was that thing? Carly kind of goes and he's like, I don't know. Thank you so much. Keith kind of like puts his hands on you yeah. and like shakes you a little bit, just like very grateful for what you've done. Next time, let's not all split up when the killer starts running towards us. I was scared. Okay. I didn't know what to do. I know, I know, I know. But just in the future. Cause Look, I'll Hannah's right. We need to stick together. And I Yeah, that's all the words I have. <laughs> so you're all in the storage room. Okay. Um, And unfortunately, this place is very bare bones. Ugh. There's not a lot to help you here. There is like a, a a heavy bag of of like tennis balls, but obviously you've seen the thing you're fighting. Grabbing a bunch of tennis balls isn't going mm -hmm. to stop him, um, especially since he could probably just like crush crush <laughs> it, it in his and bare then crush hands. It. Yeah, crush it. So there is like some very faint light in the room, um, but everyone is kind of freaking out. Like 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 sanity is not in a good yeah. place. So you might need to to rally the troops. Okay. Even Titus is kind of like finger on his mouth not sure what to do okay listen i know we're all freaked out i'm freaked out too but we won't be able to make it out of here alive if we don't try and keep our heads okay like i'm not telling you not to be scared that's not possible i'm terrified but we we have to let the adrenaline push us forward as 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 you keep going titus kind of like steps in front of you and is like she they're right we have to be careful, and we have to stick together as a group. Keith, Carly, you can't go pulling that stuff again. Okay. They're, they both kind of, like, nod their heads in agreement. Yeah, thank you. That's the only way we're going to get through this thing. All right? 
Now, looking at the map, seems like there are two different places we can go, but we can't go through the lake. It's too deep. Obviously. Well, there's the archery course, which I would like. I am, uh, I'm pretty good at archery, I'd say so myself. And Is it even stopped? I uh, mean, there's nothing in storage, I, I, and camp is supposed to start soon. Well, that was one of the first places I checked, and it did have a bow and arrow. So it may be possible for me to, to go in and use that. And then Val's kind of looking at them and was like, wait, 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 wait. Dirt bike course. Yeah. I know how to ride a dirt bike. Easy. We'd get to the communications tower pretty quick. I don't know if he could slow him down, though, is what Titus says. So they're kind of both kind of bickering back and forth with each other okay. and they're kind of waiting for you to make a decision okay well do we realistically think that dirt bikes will give us enough of a speed advantage to be worth it does everyone here even know how to ride a dirt bike first of all val's like yeah i can and maybe all five of us could fit on one i don't know i at the very least maybe i could Get some of us out of there, get some of us quicker so we can save the rest of us. I don't know. I think it's really up to you, Captain. Oh, great. Now no, I'm... no, and then, then Titus goes, okay, um, hmm. Mm. Well, Hannah, what do you think? Titus, how good are you with a bow and arrow? Third place in the state finals last year. Okay. Pretty damn good, I guess, is, is what I have to say to give you an accurate response. Okay. Um, I mean, the taser barely even phased him. Yeah, but tasers don't pierce the skin like arrows do. Yeah, but it sends volts of electricity. Mm. My thing is, I'm well, worried that... At the very that... least, we could slow him down more. The taser was a great help, thank you. But... We need to slow him down. But the question is... Look, we don't have we time for this. He's waiting out there, and if we don't make a decision now... And as he says that... Oh, fuck. The lights go out. And from across the storage room, all you see is the light reflection of... Uh... of uh, Plague Doctor glasses. Where are we going, Hannah, now? Okay. He starts to walk... Dirt bikes, we dirt bikes, we need to be fast. Got it. We need yeah. to get away from him. Okay, so you're all running out. Running, bursting out of the door, heading upwards on the lake towards the dirt bike tracks. Um and and so you're all running, running, running. You're you can like see it in the distance. You're running around the lake, and as you're running, kind of Val and Titus are in front of you. And Val trips. Ah, uh, trips Val. and falls. So you all kind of end up running in front of her except for you who kind of sees the situation. So the other three are running towards the dirt bike course. Okay. But I... the figure is in distance. He's closing in. Okay. What do you do? I gotta help Val get up. We gotta go. Ah, my ankle! Uh, fuck! <sighs> Can you run on it? Um, maybe? I don't know. Okay, I'll put your arm around me. I'll support you, but you have to be running while I'm supporting you. Okay, I'll try. Okay. So, so... Uh, I'm going to say if you use an action to bear most of the weight that Val is carrying, yeah. um, I will allow you to do that. Okay. Okay. So you kind of take Val on, on your shoulder, and you're kind of, you're like, he's he's walking, but of course these are like long strides because yeah. he's so tall. Mm -hmm. um, and you're like barely like within range of him. He's like, Doof. Fuck. Doof. Doof. Titus. And as you get there, 
Um, you you get to the dirt bike range, okay, and you see, um, you you see the rest of everyone has kind of gotten about a quarter of the way along the course, but it's a pretty long course. Um, and fa- so you also see to your left a motorbike. Um, that looks perfectly stocked. He's in ignition, like okay. someone loosely left it there or put How it put, put it there for convenience <laughs> sake. Um, so what do you do? Okay, we need to get Val on this dirt bike right now because if she can ride it and get ahead, we're not at risk of dying right now. Okay. So, so you put Val on the dirt, dirt bike mm-hmm. and she's like, I've got to go get everyone else, otherwise the killer's going to get them. I'm sorry. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> kind, of, kind, of, kind of downs off. Not that she doesn't trust you, but it, but it's but just she doesn't like, know me like she knows the other. It's more people. She, she okay. more people there. Uh, that's, so of course that's fair. that leaves you. I just saved her life. Face to face with the plague doctor, Mr. Plague Doctor. Shit. So he is. So you're like standing here, and he's walking. Oh fuck. Walking. I gotta run. And as you you like begin to start running, you see headlights start to appear on him like from behind you and then oh my god like crashes into him the the dirt bike smashes into him and he and and, and it like crashes into itself val like jerks a little bit but she, but she like jumps off it's like i'm sorry i shouldn't have done that come on we gotta go though oh my god thank you val <laughs> and she gets back on your shoulder and you all continue to to walk the rest of them um continue to walk um so yeah so you all run through the field and the broadcasting tower is in sight um and the you look behind you actually no you don't you have common sense uh to not look behind you <laughs> yeah. um just keep going yeah you all just burst into the door of the um the broadcasting tower. Okay. And obviously the lights are all off in here. Like, mm-hmm. no power to anywhere. He, the the guy seemed to, t- Mr. Plague Doctor seems to, to, hit the... to hit the 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 switches. Okay. Um, but there is still like some battery powered radio running. Okay. So everyone made it in alive. So you, so several things need to happen in order to contact the police here. Okay. Um. We'll do it like this. This is a puzzle now. I've decided this is a puzzle now. Yeah. So, four things need to happen. Luckily enough, you have four people with you. Perfect. So, the antenna needs to be repaired in order to get a signal out. The correct radio frequency needs to be reached in order to, to be able to contact the police. Someone needs to be able to barricade the door in order to prevent the killer from entering once he uh, recovers from the dirt bike being smashed into his chest. And the group needs to remain calm to avoid turning on each other. Okay. So you've kind of taken hold at this point, but they are all, like, not necessarily, like, angry because of the situation. Yeah, it's tensions, emotions are Val, I can't believe you just fall like that and hurt your ankle. Guys, we can't be mean to Val. We can't help it that she fell and broke her ankle. Actually, I was expecting Carly to do it. It's like, would you get off my back for two- Okay, okay, okay. I get it. Like I said, I know. It's fucking scary. But we have to keep level heads. What happened, happened. 
and we still made it out, okay? We're okay. Val's okay. I'm okay. Which, thank you, Val. Like, seriously, oh my god. Please don't ever scare me like that again, but thank you. Carly kind of looks you up and down and is like, Do we even trust you? We found you in the middle of, of a cabin and all of a sudden you're just going to arrive here. How many times have I saved your guys' life? Like, like two twice, or three times. Like twice. <laughs> Whatever. So, you they're kind of waiting um, to be, not necessarily be told what to do, but they're kind of still trying to okay. figure out everything. So, so what are you going to tell everyone? Okay, well, first off, we need to make sure that as soon as that guy gets back up, he can't get in here right away. So, let's find a way to barricade the door. Okay, do you want anyone specific to be doing that? And I would say yes, choose one specific person to do that. Yeah, um... Because strength in, 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 in splitting up is going to be useful. Who here feels that they're the strongest for doing that? Titus? Titus. Okay, so you go up to Titus and, and what do you say to him? Titus, uh, can you find a way to barricade the door so we're safe in here? I got it. I'll look around and see what I can find. Thank so you. he immediately goes to start doing that. Okay. Who do you go up to next? Um, Val, I want you to find where the find a way to repair this antenna for the radio because we're not going to be able to contact anyone. Got it. I'll go find the ladder. Okay. So she she kind of finds the ladder in the corner of the room and begins to climb up the ladder cool. to uh, get onto the roof to fix the antenna. Keith, will you help Val just to make sure we're working in teams of two? Sure. Thank you. And then Carly, let's figure out how we can get the right frequency to even contact the place. All right. You're lucky I'm proficient in radio. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad. That's very convenient. So yeah, so everyone kind of goes about their tasks and um, Titus is able to find a desk that he kind of shoves into the door and then kind of stack some chairs on top of that, uh, another bookshelf that he's able to throw onto that. Um, um, you um, you go to the radio with Carly, and Carly um, originally, at first look, is like, <sighs> old school. I don't know, I'll look and see what I can find, but she's kind of like flipping through the figures. <laughs> Pop radio. <laughs> oh, heavy metal rock. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually it lands on um, an open calling fre fre <gasps> frequency okay. that you'd be able to, to get a message out to. Good. Thank you. But you don't hear anything from the antenna group. Shit. Um, Carly, uh, we're good to just leave this on this radio frequency, right? Yes, but I don't know how much time we have. We need to fit. What are they doing up there? Okay, I know you. I'm sorry. I, you're... No, you're okay. You're, I look. I get it. Go, uh, go stay with Titus. I'm gonna go find Keith and Val, and see what's holding them up. All right. All right. Uh, Keith, Val. You don't hear anything. Oh, shit. They went up the ladder, right? Mm-hmm. All right. I I gotta go up the ladder to see if I can find them. Okay. You go up the ladder, and um, you only see Val, but that's because she is like, oh, like, like hanging over the edge, just like, oh my god, Hannah, oh help! my god, okay, I'm coming. Okay. Um, so you still see the killer, like in the distance. He's only about like at the edge of the dirt bike field now, from the, the other, um, okay, the closer edge towards mm -hmm. you. He's obviously still walking towards you, perfect, looking perfectly fine, um, but. Um, <laughs> Keith seemingly slipped over the edge in the obvious rain that's been pouring this entire time, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and Val's been holding him. Okay. 
Uh, okay, I'm, I'm coming. Uh, is there an arm I can grab onto? I need to help pull him up. Or you can pull Val, or, you know... You decided. I don't care. All right, I wanna. I feel safer and stronger having uh, contact with Keith. Okay, so so you kind of reach for Keith's other arm. I mm-hmm. would say this is an action. Yes. So that Keith doesn't fall and um, die, break an ankle, mm-hmm. and then die. Yeah. It's not like too large of a. It's okay. more like the antenna is uh, taller than than the building is. Gotcha. Okay. Um. So you both kind of pull Keith up, and he's like. I'm sorry, in the rain, I just kind of fell and looked over the edge, because I was kind of keeping a lookout to see where the guy was, and then, and then when it's I, okay. when I got over the edge, and then I fell, and then luckily Val was there to save me, but, and then it's you okay. were there to save me. It's okay. You're okay, right? Like, you're physically, you're fine. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. It, you're welcome. It happens. Um, how's the antenna? I found the exact angle we needed to put it at, um, but obviously, I had other things to deal with. Yeah. So, so, so she kind of just jiggles, goes up to the antenna, and kind of jiggles it and points it in a certain direction that will be able to make it work. I don't know okay. how antennas work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> me neither. Me neither. <laughs> uh, she make the antenna work. However she yeah. needs to do that. Antenna point to sky, satellite, say yes. Yeah, sure, like that. So, <laughs> all right, it should be in place. Let's get back down. Okay. Um, Carefully. Please, yeah. Please be careful. Yeah. It's wet. It's slippery. We're all... Yeah, you made Val climb up a ladder with her bad ankle. Oh, fuck. How I forgot you. she had a bad ankle. I'm sorry, I did, Val. I, I didn't think it about it until now. I forgot. Okay, walk, in my defense, I didn't know she had to climb a ladder when I told her to do this. That's true. As <laughs> as she climbs down, she can, you kind of hear her go, duh. Ow. <laughs> Ow. I'm sorry, Val. Why did you say anything? I, I wanted to be tough. Val. <laughs> so you you all get down there. Um and you have to, um, so you you hear like an audible just, you know the the standard radio static. Yeah. And it seems like you're connected to something. So what do you say? Um, hello. There are five of us at Camp Tree Name. Uh, we are in need of police assistance right away. This is a nine one one call for emergency. Camp Tree Name. <laughs> do what they just said. I'm gonna send an officer right there, right away. I, I don't know what you're saying. Uh, hello? Huh? Hi. This is okay. This is Hannah. I'm a counselor. And the, and, and the radio side kind of stops. Oh my god. And of course, as that stops at the door. Shit! <laughs> no! Large hammers on the door. Fuck. The door comes crashing oh my down, God. and all of the stuff kind of goes not necessarily flying across the room, but like shoves yeah. into it. And of course, in the door frame is our lovely friend, the plague doctor. <sighs> so he's got his scythe in hand, and he points it directly at Titus. And then he turns because Titus is the closest to it, oh, he's kind oh, of been okay. watching the barricade. All the rest of you are kind of piled oh, in the, the corner. Heck? He's got to... a vendetta against Titus. <laughs> Biblical now? I think he has a vendetta against teenagers. Um, True. So yeah, he kind of points the scythe at him and he, and he begins to strike. And as he begins to strike, boo, 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 you hear gunshots fire from the back into the back of, of this guy. And he kind of falls to his knees and kind of bends over. And then you see two police officers walking the Oh, thank God. Who wanted to call for support? We heard, heard about a terrible thing happening. What happened here? Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Okay. Is this guy bothering you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He... Sorry, we here at the police like to shoot first, ask questions later. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Trust me, what I know. What's that supposed to mean? I just. So, so, <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, oh, but you God. do, you do notice um, that with the killer defeated, in a sense, mm-hmm. this once very muscular body with like a very fat head and and, yeah. and, and whatnot begins to like. Oh. With with gun holes in the back, it kind of begins to kind of deflate, like air oh. popping out. Like I don't like that. And um, it kind of like shrinks about like two and a half feet all around. It's just like saggy in certain areas, oh. but it is revealing the some sort of figure. And then you hear as a zipper unzips. Oh my god. And from out from behind Patrick Star. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um you see a a very small shambling like man who looks very weakly. Um Oh my god. He just kind of looks like You thought you could get away with this. Get away with what? You're the one killing people. We're trying to kill them. You well, I'm just trying to drive up business, you see. My name is Gerald Tree Name. Oh, I fucking knew it. <laughs> I knew when they said that they had not seen Mr. Tree Name. The reason, the re- I just, I was trying to increase the social stand and everyone loves a good serial killer story and then all the ghost hunters would come to my camp and then we could, we could make lots of money. You really thought that people would want to send their children to a camp that just experienced a murder? I think it'd be pretty cool. And then, of course, as everyone like collectively sized the police come up behind him, it's like, Gerald Tree Name, you're under arrest for attempted murder of a bunch of different kids. <laughs> it's like, I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you kids and your damn radio. Wow. So. How was an old little man that strong? Thank you. Titus kind of comes up and puts his shoulder, hand on your shoulder again. It's like, thank you so much, Hannah, for your help. You were a great assistance to everyone here. Thank you. Um, and then kind of you, um, everyone else kind of does the same thing. It's like, thank you so much. Yeah, you were great, I guess. Oh, Hannah, thank you. <laughs> Keith, Keith does a very, <laughs> oh, like, general Keith, shake. I'll miss you. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of just happening. Everyone's kind of, like, taking a collective sigh of relief. Um but in the other part of the room, there is... The power's out in this room. Mm-hmm. But in the other part of the room, you see sort of an old-school CRT TV screen kind of flicker and, and buzz a little bit. Oh, no. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, um, I don't want... I, I really want to walk towards it, but that's not very that's not very common sense. That's classic character in a horror. Your movie. common sense is telling you this is this is something it's okay for you to walk up towards. Okay, good, because I want to walk towards it. It's me. Hi, I'm your common sense. Um, <laughs> in the TV, you see a a figure begin to emerge of um of a, a very shy but kind girl, kind of dressed in in the same coat of camp uniform that everyone's kind of wearing. She's kind of just got her, her hands together, and she goes, she kind of just waves at you. Mallory? She kind of nods her head, and, she, and and you just kind of hear a faint, thank you. Oh, goodbye. And then she kind of disappears, but in place of Mallory, uh, the TV begins to flicker this 
purple and black sort of portal-esque sort of thing. Um, sort of like whooshing coming around. And it almost appears like the, the, the glass of the TV is kind of not present. Almost like you could stick your hand through it. Oh. I'm going to stick my hand through you it. You stick your hand through it. And as you kind of go to do that, you kind of feel your entire <gasps> body sucked in. Um, and there are flashes of purple and black that kind of just pass through you as you, you are seemingly whooshed into a different dimension of sorts. And um, then all of a sudden everything goes black again. And when you wake, you are in a purple and black sort of same color style room. Yeah. You're kind of sitting on a bench of sorts. Um, and there's only uh, a couple of things you notice in the room. The first thing that's very uh, present to you is you see a clock of sorts. Um, you see rather a time that's listed in, in red lettering in front mm. of you in some sort of doorway. Um, and it says in order two colon three zero colon zero zero which obviously with your use of the standard american time system is two and a half hours towards what you'll have to find out another time as that is all the time we have for today the other the other thing you notice in the room are three other people you notice a girl with a bejeweled flute and some sort of fantasy-esque garb. Oh my god. You notice a man in a very tailored white uniform with a um, important blue symbol on his chest, kind of in a sci-fi sort of looking. And then you notice another man in a detective's very Sherlock Holmesian <laughs> yes. garb. Um, and oh obviously you god. recognize these people as Rachel, Andrew, and Caleb. Oh! <laughs> So yes, thank you so much for joining me, Hannah. I hope you enjoyed your adventure. That was so much fun. I yes, love that. Yes, thank you so much. So next week, we travel to the world of Bustle, where a dynamic hero will stop the bad guys from succeeding in their evil plot. Oh my gosh, such an amazing adventure. Thank you for joining me, Hannah. And that is all the time we have for today. So thank you very much.